Good morning, guys. It is an early morning, Thursday, March 6th, and I have not been a good podcaster lately. Um, a little bit busy, and I honestly don't really do these unless I really, really feel like doing them. So sometimes you'll see that I'm very much on a roll, and then other times I just don't do them. Um, I guess you can say that that's what keeps them very authentic. So you know that I'm not just doing them because I want to ramble or something like that or something's not really on my heart. So it has been a while and maybe weeks ago, I was like sitting at a car, sitting in a car at a light and, and just one point came to me and it was, you know, it's not being a bitch. They're called boundaries. And I don't know why, or maybe I read something and, or I noticed that, you know, people who are really adamant about setting and maintaining, because that's the difference, setting and maintaining healthy boundaries usually get like a bad rap, you know, and sometimes myself included. And I remember maybe, let's say like three years ago, I was having a conversation with my dad about, you know, in business specifically, there are certain things that I am, you know, I'm serious about. There's a boundary in how far I'll go or how far I'll let other people take me. Um, and my dad's like, you know, people are going to call you a bitch because of that. And he didn't say, my dad, I don't even, he doesn't curse, but he's like the B word, you know? And I was just like, really? You know, I mean, I'm not naive, but I find it strange that when you decide to um get serious about having healthy boundaries like your personal care like i think setting boundaries is as important as wearing deodorant you know what i mean like it's that important otherwise um it, it you'll start to feel like everything and everybody is running over you and when do i have control over my life i mean trust me i've started in that movie but i'm gonna go through these um i don't know that i'm super in love with my points, but I always like to have five of them. So, um, if I don't get enough out on this go round, maybe we'll do another one. Maybe this can be part one, or if you have questions or if you want to take it a little bit further, you guys always know how to reach me. Um, my first one is, is, is what you accept is what you should expect. And that has been one of my mottos and one of my sayings all the time. So for a long time, so when people, you know, call me or text me to talk about, you know, some a disappointment that they had in a person of something this person did, and I'm like, well, that person always does that, you know, so-and-so was late, <clears throat> so-and-so was late to, the, to our dinner, or they flaked at the last minute, or they said something out of bounds, and I'm like, well, they've done that before. So the very first time you accepted it, you should then expect it you should. And the place that you can set a boundary around that is the moment someone does something that makes you uncomfortable and whatever your discomfort may be, you know, I don't care if it's a level one or two. And it's not to say that you can't let some things go, but you know, when you've had moments when someone has done or said something, and it may even be saying something, um, that makes you uncomfortable. It is so important to your personal health that you say something about it. Um, number one, it is important that you say something because 
you don't want to internalize it and take it with you. And then, you know, three or four times down the road, you blow up when you should have just calmly said something the first time. You notice it's very easy to say something the first time versus the 10th time that it's happened. And I think that people are more afraid of the initial conflict, you know, that small little conflict of just saying, hey, you know, I really don't like it when people da 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 versus now it's way out of control. You feel ultra disrespected when you could have said something really early um, in the beginning. And so it's important, you know, in that moment when something happens that you feel uncomfortable to just address it. And I, I said this, social media has a way of like, people will just run all over personal boundaries on social media, A, because they probably do it in real life. And B, because people don't, it's, it's easy to not be thoughtful. It's easy to not be thoughtful on social media. We get so selfish on social media, self-included selfies. You know, we get so selfish and it's all about show me more, give me this, where'd you get it? Da 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 da. You know, that we don't, I think, you know, and I want to be more considerate of this also, but just adding more to people's lives versus constantly, you know, kind of plowing through their boundaries or what they're sharing, what they've chosen to share. Um, number two, don't take it personal when someone kind of runs past your boundaries. You know, most people really don't even know better. I think that we, we were raised by parents and every, you know, our parents do it the most, mine specifically, you know, when you constantly have people who really run through your boundaries, you then become a person that oversteps boundaries. I have, you know, my, my parents, we're in a better place. (laughs) We're in a much better place with boundaries, but I'm the youngest child and I'm the youngest kid. And, um, yet like, you know, the strongest, most independent and, I've had some adult struggles with both my parents and just understanding and respecting the fact that I'm an adult and it's easier said than done. But, you know, even as an adult, you know, my mom, my dad, I felt in many ways, you know, needed some serious boundary set. And it took me, oh my God, like at least a year, at least a year to get, you know, to really stick with them. Because that's the thing about boundaries is that um, you'll do it. And then like I would set a boundary for my mom and then she would just keep plowing through it. Like she would keep like not respecting it. And so talking to my therapist about it and she's like, you know, not to say your mom's a dog, but it's kind of like a puppy. Boundary setting is, you know, boundary setting is really like saying no no, you know, so it's that thing of, you know, my mom, she calls whenever she wants, you know, she, I remember she, if I visited her, she'd go through my bag, my suitcase and take out anything she wanted. And we'd be sitting at lunch or dinner and she'd like pull out my lipstick or she'd pull out something that was mine. I'm like, that's mine, you know, but she's like, no, everything like you're mine and anything that's yours is mine. And so I've spent a while um, working with her on that, you know, like, these are my things. These are your things. Yes, I am your, you know, child, but I'm your daughter. But it would be nice, you know, if you asked me first before you took my lipstick out of my makeup bag in my purse and took it to dinner and applied it in front of me, 
you know, but hey, that's my mom. That's what they do. They don't care. Um, so don't take that personal. They're just doing what they do. The third thing I had is usually the who, and this I think is the hardest part about boundary setting. The who in boundary setting is typically people who are closest to you, which makes it's so much harder. You know, it's probably easier for me to set boundaries with strangers. Like, you know, someone does something to me that I don't like. I don't have that hard of a time saying, Hey, uh, let me explain to you the kind of person I am. When you do this, it makes me feel this way. Therefore I would prefer if we don't do that, you know? And it's like, Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. I didn't know that you didn't like this or that, you know? And I've had to have people set boundaries with me. I don't take it personal. I was raised, my mom expresses love by like being jokey. Like my mom cracks jokes and makes fun of people like me specifically. Like that's her way. I, I accept that. And I like it, you know? So what have I learned when I really like people? I tend to like make fun of them or joke with them. And People who don't understand that that's a way that I express love. I know it sounds crazy, but it's how I was raised. And so, you know, my mom and I, we like crack jokes with each other all day long. Like, you know, make fun of each other, each other's hair, each other's everything. Um, but it's just, it's a fun way to kind of, you know, not take ourselves so seriously. And then we really, it's just funny. You know, I'm just laughing because my mom is so funny. And so, and then I'm laughing because I've said things to her and about her, just thinking about her laughing um, you know, it's very fun. And so it's usually the closest people to you. And so the unfortunate thing about that is the guilt that becomes associated with that because you're like, okay, this is the person that raised me. This person helped me boyfriends, ex-boyfriends, best friends. This is the person that really helped me. You know, you feel guilty after you've, you know, eaten dinner at someone's house for two weeks straight, asking them not to just go through your refrigerator without asking. Isn't that crazy? But if that's your boundary, um, that's your boundary. And you can't feel bad about that. You can't feel bad about the things that make you com comfortable and uncomfortable. You didn't, I don't think you necessarily choose that really. It's just, it's kind of your, your map, you know, it's your internal sort of thermometer on things that you like and don't like. And so, um, I think that you can't really hang on to the guilt. And a lot of times, you know, it's codependency. We get dependent on things and people and you get so dependent that, um, you feel bad when you may move out of the codependency sooner than they do. And, you know, it's painful in the beginning, this whole boundary setting thing. It's not an easy thing to do. Um, but that takes me to number four, which is that you are not responsible for people's response once you set the boundary. So I had to learn that, like I had to learn to put it up and then say, I'm, you know, I'm not responsible for it. And so I had to set a boundary recently with uh, um, an old, old boyfriend, which it sounds really crazy because I mean, this is, this is a boyfriend from when I was like a teen in, in, into early twenties. And I'm, I said this before, I'm almost, I'll be 35 in May. So you think this is a long time ago. And this is a person that kind of, I think, you know, people over time, I'm going to guess, and maybe I'm wrong, you know, they start to feel bad about the way they treated you. And, you know, here you come over a decade later and wanting to contact me with, you know, your guilt, wanting maybe to be absolved of the guilt. And so I had to, I, I had to set the boundary. And I think this is what, um, and this is part of what had me come up with this is that 
and I, I said it like this, you know, I understand that, you know, over a decade later, you now feel terrible about the way that you treated me. I understand that as human beings, as teens, you know, young people, we do some stupid stuff. And then you go back and you see a person and you're like, I can't believe I treated that person that way. So I get it. However, young man, <laughs> you are not going to, I don't want an invitation to your pity party every time you decide to have one. That's my boundary. I dealt with that a long time ago. Back when I was being treated that way, I had to deal with these bad feelings, but we are not going to then invite me to these now that I am so far away from that, I have moved a way along in my life. And, you know, it's not fair to me to remind me of that. And so that was pretty much what I said. So that was the first boundary. Like, listen, I'm really sorry that you were going through this. You know, and I didn't even have to say that, but I'm really sorry that you now over a decade later are feeling guilty about the way you treated me. But honey, I'm over it and I have forgiven you and it's time to stop. And then the second thing was I didn't respond once, I think. Like, I didn't respond to, like, a text of, like, this. I didn't respond to this, like, long-ass text about something, you know, some 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 old something that happened. Da, da, da. I looked at it, and honestly, I could tell you right now that I probably, there are at least you know, maybe 30 texts in my phone that I haven't even responded to purely because either I, I looked at them and I said I wouldn't in the midst of being busy and I didn't have time or sometimes, you know, I think it's kind of like, I think I read this somewhere. You want to just look at a text message and just hit like, like I've got it, like I got it and I like it, but I really don't have anything to say. And so I didn't respond. Okay. I didn't respond to the text. So I get this like 12 page letter a week later. Um, and you just go, ugh. I just finally go, this is my boundary. My boundary is that I'm not responding. And that's something that you can also do is that, and even your boundary is not responding to any kind of text message, positive or negative. If you just can't be run down all the time, and that's just me, that's my boundary with a lot of people. And not that, you know, if I don't respond, I'm upset or I'm, or I'm really trying to like, it's just, it's a boundary for my sanity. You know, there's so much contact and communication happening today in the world that like, I just can't reply to it all. Unfortunately, I can't. Um, and finally, after that long, like, who cares story, <laughs> finally, um, take your time with this boundary setting. Like, did you hear me say uh, a while ago that it took me like a year just to get to a place where I, you know, was able to set these boundaries with my parents, a year and a half, maybe. And I have them and we're still working on them. Um, but you know, how to do the work and constantly setting them and being like, being reminded that it's kind of like this puppy situation where you're like, no, no. And you have to keep practicing because you do feel bad. Like that guilt, like that guilt and then being attached to people's response to your boundaries. Trust me, I went through all of it, but try to take those little steps, um, and setting those up and, you know, let me know how it's working for you. Um, I'm still doing it. I'm still doing it. And I really hope that you guys have a great day. Uh, I'm going to get into some more travel. So I'll be a little bit busy, but I'm going to try to do another one while I'm away. Um, and also, I like to give you guys some time between the podcasts because a lot of you haven't listened to all of them. And I think that if you took some time and you go back and listen to my really early ones, like the one on networking, the ones on networking are really some of my favorites. Um, but take some time and go back and listen to some of them, even the ones with the crazy 
titles and topics that you don't think you're interested in, I kind of get into some stories like I did today. Um, so it's fun. Anywho, I hope you guys have like an awesome day. It is early. Get with it. Uh, talk to you later. Bye.